0: I'm Andrea and I'm Claudia and we're the Doji crime girls hey yo hello how's it going going okay wait I have to ask you Mm -hmm. last week you told me that you were gonna fill up a baby pool and then flop (laughs) around in it like a crazy woman and I just want to know how how that all went it didn't happen Uh at
1: all but I still had a great weekend good yeah Good. It was amazing. I sent my husband and his homies to Chicago for the day yesterday. Uh, there was uh, his favorite soccer team, America. Mm-hmm. It's a Mexican uh, soccer team. They played in Chicago. So I bought him a ticket and, uh, had the whole day to myself or part of the day, really. It was my baby's birthday. So we have breakfast. We were going to go out, but it was Father's Day, and we don't like crowds. So I said, why don't you all come to the house, and I'll make breakfast. And it was so lovely. We sat outside, and uh, just beautiful.
0: The weather has been gorgeous. <sighs> it was
1: beyond beautiful.
0: Yeah, We are recording this well in advance, so when you hear this, you'll be prepping for the 4th of July. (laughs) That's right. Do you want to start over? (laughs) No, we're good. We're good. Claudia and I are getting our shit together. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Oh, I do want to tell you something very funny. So, for Father's Day... Kenny's like, I'm going to um, try to teach Isaiah how to shave, right? Oh, yeah. Because he has this weirdo um, serial killer stash going on. <laughs> it's like a peppered um, – it's almost there, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And he's still so proud of it. It's yeah. so weird. Any mom that has like a teenage boy knows that this is so weird. So anyway, Kenny is like, yeah, we're going to – Teach him how to shave a little bit or whatever. And Kenny was making dinner because my husband, he's amazing and he always cooks dinner. And (laughs) Lucy, our toddler, she's a bit of a distraction, right? So he walks away and Isaiah starts shaving his sideburns. Oh, no. And I mean, they were like up (laughs) (laughs) here. (laughs) <laughs> corner and, of the eye level so that is why we went today to get haircuts because it was just i mean his hair is gone now they did like no guard it's just so bad oh. and do you know it remained yes <laughs> no that serial killer perv stash oh okay it was still there okay and and i was like he's oh. gonna keep it <laughs>
1: He's gonna make it grow.
0: Let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> no. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So anyway, we had a good run of it. it kind of reminds me of the time one kid razored off their hair, mm-hmm. and I hot glued the other kid's hair <laughs> to their head. Oh my gosh! That's Do you remember so crazy? that? Yes. Oh god, so <laughs> so crazy. I've had better better mom moments. Well,
1: it's like my my oldest trying to hide her gum stuck in her hair for three days or whatever. She's like, no, no, no. I'm big. I can wash my own hair. You know, trusty (laughs) me is like, oh, okay, you're so big. Yay! (laughs) And then I did her hair and found gum. It was under... Underneath. Underneath. Cut it all off. Oh, my
0: gosh. Speaking of big kids, um, you will not believe what I came across this week. It's helpyoufind.me. And it's a website that basically if somebody goes missing, what do you have to go off of? Basically nothing. You're like, well, uh, they're not answering their phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So this is a secure website planned starting at 19.99 for the year. You can put all your secure, important account details and information in here so that if something does happen to you, you and I know that in the event of horrific tragedies. Mm-hmm bank accounts, things like that right. are so hard to access. And
1: right. yes. this
0: eliminates that. Huh. I just couldn't believe how easy it was to use. And I just couldn't wait to tell you when I saw you. So Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Definitely check out. It's helpyoufind.me. And you can log, like, if you're planning, going on a trip, you know, put in your flight details, your All that, your booking information, your hotel, all of it. Mm -hmm. It's secure. It's important. It's really great for people that travel. Right. I really love it. So give it to the people that basically the judgey crime girls (laughs) that will find you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But wouldn't it be pretty much the same? It would just tell you my
0: location. If your phone was dead. Right. Or, you know, your phone was not where you were. Because you were attacked, or whatever may be, what would you have to go off of? Right. Interesting. I'll have to look into that because you don't think about it until you need it. Mm-hmm. And I would rather be proactive than reactive. Right. So true. Check it out. You guys will not believe that I picked this case from Germany this week, <laughs> and it just cracks me up because you know, Claudia, I'm not trying to one up you or anything at all, uh, but I. Read about this woman and she was amazing. And I couldn't think about doing anyone else after I read about her. Yeah. But I am covering this bombshell mom. She she was hot. She was. And she was a badass. Mm-hmm. Marianne Bachmeyer. She kind of had a shaky home life. She had an unloving and kind of hysterical religious mother. She had a Nazi for a dad who had a drinking habit. Well, she was thrown out of the house because she got pregnant at the age of sixteen, and she was homeless, unemployed, and she wasn't really prepared to raise a baby, so she gave the baby up for adoption. At eighteen, she and her boyfriend at the time they were expecting, and um, while she was pregnant with him, she was raped. And ultimately, she chose to also have this child given up for adoption at that time. Mm -hmm. She finds herself, um, you know, at 23 years old, she's working as a waitress in Lübeck, Germany. Is it Lübeck?
1: Lübeck. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So she is pregnant at that time. Um, And after her birth, she had a tubal ligation operation. And she raised her daughter as a single parent. Mm -hmm. And she named her daughter Anna, who quickly became the light of her life. And the two of them were kind of inseparable. She was a cutie, too. She was adorable. Yeah. Tragically, Anna was brutally murdered just seven short years later. After getting into an argument with her mom on May 5th, 1980, Anna decided to skip school and visit a friend who lived nearby. And it just, that made me feel awful that her last moments with her daughter were a fight. Uh, Yeah, an argument. Uh,
1: But you know, I can't even remember if I ever thought about skipping school at that age. She must have
0: been pretty rebellious at seven.
1: That's something I did when I was 16.
0: Her plan was to go meet up with a friend, but that was not a really smart plan because kids her age were probably at school at that time, right? So on our way there, a man named Klaus Grabowski, he was a 35-year-old butcher. What
1: is it with you and butchers?
0: Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm vegan and I don't like them. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he sucks. Yeah. He comes out and he's like, hey, do you want to play with my cats? And she's like, sure. And Ugh. and follows him inside. What a creep. And so instead, of course, he kidnaps her and he has her in his house for several hours and he molests her, he tortures her, and then he ends up strangling her to death with a pair of pantyhose that belonged to his fiance. Oh, and she must have been so scared and alone and just trapped, and it's awful. So when she went limp. He tied her up really tight and just packed her into a box. And then he buried her in a canal bank in a shallow grave. Oh. You know, he lived with his fiance.
1: I'm assuming she was at work.
0: Klaus was arrested that same evening because she alerted the police. She knew about that little girl and it doesn't say how But I don't Mm -hmm. know if he admitted it to her or if she saw some blood or what happened. But she knew and straight away she called the police. Good for her. Good for her. I can't imagine walking into any of that or any of this for that matter at all. So Grabowski's trial was likely heartache for her mother. His defense attorneys claimed he had acted out of a hormonal imbalance. That was caused by hormone therapy he had received after being voluntarily castrated years earlier. At the time, sex offenders in Germany, they often would be castrated to prevent future assaults.
1: Yeah. And, And they should still do that.
0: Well, I looked it up and they kind of do. So it's different now. So here in the US, this is as of twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. There it's now only nine of the US states have chemical castration laws on the books. So this is a newer thing.
1: Does it say which ones?
0: It does. California, Florida, Iowa, Georgia, Louisiana, Montana, Oregon, Texas, Wisconsin, and now Alabama. Oh, interesting. They have different rules regarding chemical castration. Chemical castration is castration using drugs to reduce libido and sexual activity instead of surgery. So, but Klaus had a history and had been convicted twice before. (gasps) And that's why he was castrated. So in 1973, he received probation for strangling a six-year-old girl. Oh,
1: what a...
0: Yeah. He's the worst. Bleep! Bleep. (laughs) A few years later, he molested two nine-year-old children. Why was he still out and about? So rather than serve jail time, he was allowed to consent to that voluntary castration. And his trial made marion's heart just ache his defense attorneys claimed he had acted out of that hormonal imbalance and that's what he well it's not my fault i had side effects from this and so and it's a common misconception that castration actually involves amputating the penis it usually involves the removal of the testicles because they're what produces the testosterone Well, men who are castrated often are still able to have an erection and may even be capable of intercourse without those.
1: So really, it doesn't do any good.
0: Well, there's so you might as well just cut it off. The sex drive is weakened, but it's not eliminated. Yeah. So he just is a dick all the way around. Yeah. He proved time and time again that he was a monster and yet he was still allowed to roam free. And prey on innocent children. If only he had received an appropriate sentence for his two previous offenses, Anna might have lived. Hmm. So on March 6, 1981, three days into his murder trial, he confessed to her murder on the stand, but denied that he abused her. Instead, Klaus gave a strange and disturbing story on the stand. He said that seven-year-old Anna had seduced him.
1: Oh, my God. What a sicko.
0: And that she had threatened to tell what had happened unless he paid her.
1: Extortion.
0: Yes. He's saying?
1: Oh, jeez. Okay. Um,
0: So, and mom is sitting in that courtroom, listening. So, he leaves the stand Makes his way back to his seat. And Marianne, who is sitting directly behind him, she starts to see visions of her dead daughter in mm-hmm. the room. And she pulls out a twenty-two, aimed it right at his back, and fired it eight times. <gasps> and I mean, those blasts, they echoed through the courtroom. And everybody was shitting their pants. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, he died Almost instantly in a pool of his own blood just dropped to the floor and witnesses standing around her. They could just kind of hear her shouting stuff at him, but you couldn't even really make it out. It was just insane. It got quiet. She looked at the judge straight in the eye and said, I wanted to shoot him in the face. I hope he's dead. Police escorted her to the adjoining room to get her out of there. She literally shook the world and made international headlines in that Mm -hmm. moment. Well, this 31-year-old bombshell mom who ran a pub in Lubick's Old Town, got the world's attention about how the judiciary dealt with sex offenders. And the weekly German magazine Stern ran a series of articles about the trial. Mm -hmm. They dug into Marion's life as a working single mom who had a very rough start. And she sold her story to them for roughly $158,000. That was a
1: lot of money back then. This was what, in the 80s, right? We're talking early 80s? Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of money.
0: A lot of money. And it helped cover her legal expenses during the trial. Yeah. So the magazine received an overwhelming response from their readers. Distraught mother simply trying to avenge the brutal death of her child... You know, did it make it okay? And a lot of their readers, they were sympathetic toward her. Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily love that she, how she did it in the courtroom and everything. It's not safe for everybody else around. But in addition to the ethical issues surrounding this murder, there was a legal debate about whether the shooting was premeditated or not. And whether it was murder or manslaughter. Well, different rulings carried out different punishments. So, decades later, a friend featured in a documentary about the case claimed to have witnessed her perform target practice with a gun in her pub cellar before the shooting.
1: Which means premeditated, right? Yes. That she thought about doing it. Yes. Um.
0: So media had given her the name Revenge Mom. That was on all of the newspapers. But the tragic life of, you know, Marianne herself devolved to the magazine became quite the center of the trial before it had even begun. Her childhood experiences and series of unhappy love affairs made her unstable and an easy catch for men, psychologists told the court. Anna, her third and favorite child, took on the role of friend and advisor. Psychologists testified that for the mother, killing Anna was like killing Marianne herself. Well, Marianne found herself facing consequences, and the trial itself lasted over a year. Oh, wow. Wow. That's it, a long time. It to me kind of seems open and shut. Justice served here, right? But okay, can I
1: sidetrack for just a moment? Yeah, Do sure. you remember? Uh, there's still a, a picture of it floating around Facebook, and it's this killer who raped or killed this child, and. He, they were flying him in. They were at the airport, and there's the dad on the payphone. Oh, and yes. as they walked by the payphone, he was like, he was talking to his friend, and he was like, I gotta go. And as they walked the killer by, he shot him dead, and he got nothing. I think he got off, maybe. I think
0: Jody Plashay was just 11 when he was kidnapped yeah. and raped. And, um, Yes, his father Gary Plache.
1: Gary, that's he, right.
0: Yes, that did happen, and that was on live TV.
1: Yes, 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 it was. So the whole country saw that.
0: Mm-hmm. He pretended so. like he was on a payphone. Yes, I think well, he were... was
1: actually talking to his friend, and then he was like, "I gotta go," okay. and turned around and shot him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I'm
0: like, yes. So here she is. She admitted that she had actually purchased that gun that week prior to take her own life, is what she told them. And she had heard that Klaus wanted to make a statement during his trial. And she thought, now comes the next lie about this victim, who is my child. And she only decided to kill Klaus after, you know, she's hearing him say lies about her kid. So when... When asked to write a statement, she wrote, I did it for you, Anna, with seven hearts, one for each year she oh, had lived. Oh, she was seven. Mm-hmm. Oh. On November 2nd, 1982, she was initially charged in court with murder. Later, the prosecution do- dropped the murder charge. She was later convicted on March 2nd, 1983, by the circuit court for manslaughter instead, and sentenced for unlawful possession of a firearm. She was sentenced to six years in prison, which caused, you know, public outrage. Mm -hmm. And she was later released after serving just three years.
1: That is sad in Germany, and it probably still is that way that you get more time for having a gun unlawfully than raping a child 100 percent, and i'm sure germany is not the only country no i mean i see it here you know i'm like seriously for possession of weed
0: gets more than you know whatever right it's crazy so the country was divided on her sentencing in june of 1985 she was granted an early release, and she married and moved in 1988 to Lagos, Nigeria with her husband, who was a teacher.
1: Oh. And
0: yeah, and there they lived in a German camp where her husband taught at a German school. In Nigeria. Yes. Oh. not lovely. Well, and there are beautiful pictures of her living her best life. I mean, she just looks fabulous. So stunning.
1: She she was beautiful, beautiful. She was um, kind of celebrated as a vigilante. Yes, uh, I mean that's what they called her. You know, and there, how many mothers? I know I have said it before. You touch my child, I will kill you. Yeah, you know, and who wouldn't? But she
0: straight up did. She
1: straight up did.
0: So, da, 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 so uh, for whatever reason, they divorced in 1990. Oh. So it was a little sad. But, you know, they parted. when they parted ways, she moved to Sicily and oh. bega- began uh, caring for those in hospice. And oh. she just had a, a big heart. Um, and during that time, she was herself diagnosed with cancer. She knew it was about her time to go. So she moved back to Lubeck. And was buried next to her daughter in that grave in 1996. So,
1: and she couldn't have any more children because after Anna, she had a procedure done. Correct? If I yes, you, yes, okay. yes.
0: So you know, only Marion's former pub, the Tapasa, in Lubeck's old town, still exists, but with new operators. You know, they had a new concept. They changed the name and stuff, but it's still there. Um, and I, I tried to find a picture of it, and I couldn't. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's still around. Um, but her story was amazing.
1: It, it was amazing. Mind-blowing. I, yeah. I don't think – and what do you think? I don't think she went to court thinking, I'm going to shoot that bleep, bleep, bleep.
0: Well, she did sit directly behind him. Right. You know, and she did have that gun in her purse. And, you know, I mean, her friend did say she was practicing shooting. Yeah. You know, those are all things. But I could definitely see wanting to kill herself as well. I mean, e- like, I could see both. hmm But honestly, you talk shit about my dead kid that you murdered. Yeah. And I have a gun on me, I will shoot you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No questions asked at that point. I think she thought, well, I might shoot him, so I'm going to sit here. I think it was in the back of her head.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I can see her. I kind of believe her when she said, I got the gun because I wanted to kill myself. Because, you know, there's no more life when your only child is gone. At least that's what you're thinking. Right. You know, you just want to be with your child.
0: Yeah. And maybe when she was shooting it, maybe she wanted to get comfortable with the gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other way to get comfortable with it than to shoot it. Right. You know, you don't want the first time you're shooting it to be it yourself. Mm-hmm. What if you don't do it? Right. Right. And then you miss and then you Right. That'd be terrible. Please don't ever shoot yourself. (laughs) It's not a good idea. No. Never, never. But anyway, um she was just kind of a rock star and um She did what so many want to do. She sure did, and she did not do a lot of time for it.
1: Cannot wait for you to post pictures cuz that woman what she should have been a movie star she should
0: have been i think it's cool that she just kind of ran her own bar mm-hmm. and she she looks like she's just a no nonsense like don't fuck with me face mm-hmm. like that's
1: probably 98% of the german people german bartenders <laughs> yeah yeah for sure well, um... Wow, that was good. Thanks. Aw. And I just wanted to tell you real quick, like, Lübeck is maybe about two and a half hours from where I'm from. So it's not super duper far. Oh. Maybe next time I'm home, if I'm ever going back home, maybe I'll go for a drive. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> it's I... only a couple hours away. If Find you... that bar.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. I will come to you life. <laughs> you better. That, I would love. It's probably near that black spitting stone that well, you all spit about on, Two weirdos. hours,
1: Two hours away. <laughs> so.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, if you like the show, it helps us a lot. If you are on Apple Podcasts listening, if you can scroll all the way to the bottom and give us some stars, we would love and appreciate you for it. um, Five,
1: please. (laughs) (laughs) If
0: you have any recommendations for cases you'd like to hear, please send them our way, judgycrimegirls um, at gmail.com. And uh, as always, we want you to subscribe, like, and share. Follow us on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the places. So we hope you do not get burned this week that you... Stay sunscreened. Yes. Stay sassy. Stay judgy.
1: Stay cool.
0: Stay cool. Stay in the air conditioning, you guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yes, always. Bye. Bye.